Hello. So this was initially going to be a Patreon exclusive. But I realized this is such an important part of Christian mythology, and that is the harrowing of hell. It's still short, so I'm going to consider this a bonus episode. But the harrowing of hell is so important because I feel like one of the things people get caught up on about Christianity is how did Christ die for me? And if you look back at early Christianity, there's there's so much going on. There's angels, there's demons, there's a divine council of other deities. There's what you will call the slanderer who gets sent down to the underworld. Of course, there's the garden in which humanity is cursed to die. And then there's Christ who goes to hell when he dies, defeats death so God can reign supreme. And it's a very simple story and it's recounted throughout the Bible. However, middle-aged philosophy took that away. I guess it was too mythical. It also gave too much power to, to the demonic. Though something about that story speaks to me. It just makes sense from a plot point. But also, I just think it's beautiful. That Christ went to hell and yes, freed all of these souls from the death god, essentially. But also there's, there's kind of a point that Christ can go into our hells too. Nonetheless, brothers and sisters, I wanted to put together a quick bonus episode about the harrowing of hell when Christ goes down into hell and frees the souls and establishes his reign even in the underworld. This is just a, a quick episode of, of me talking for 15 minutes, frankly. Uh, but it's, it's Holy Week. It's Lent, and we need to talk about hell a little bit. It's also interesting because this is kind of a very common theory of atonement in Orthodox Christianity and, and uh, Eastern Catholicism. In fact, um, kind of in the Roman Catholic and in the Protestant Christian churches, you, you celebrate the resurrection a lot, but in the Eastern Orthodox tradition, you celebrate Christ going to hell a lot more. That's actually the bigger celebration in, in some areas. Um, so I just wanted to talk about it and quick little episode, but hope you enjoy and I hope you appreciate it. Thank you for all of your support. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? We hear so often that Jesus died for us, that Jesus saves. But when you ask someone, how did Jesus die for us? You may get some strange replies. 
you may get various replies. These replies will range from things such as he was paying a ransom to Satan to he is dying because we are dirty sinners and he was the sacrificial lamb to an angry, wrathful father. However, my brothers and sisters, early Christians made it quite simple why Christ died for us. And it was so Jesus could die, go to hell, and defeat death, defeat hell, and now reign over the underworld, over Hades, over Sheol. And it's strange because this is actually the easiest atonement theory to follow. But it requires us to think non-materialistically, mythically even, so many people shy away from it, but if you think about it, it just showcases the expansive nature of the cosmos and God's creation. So, since you have been indoctrinated by this theory that Christ was nothing more than a sacrificial lamb, let's talk about Christ. And let's talk about the harrowing of hell. Because Christ was crucified, died, went to hell. And on the third day he rose again. This is repeated throughout scripture, albeit briefly. Have you ever wondered why? Have you ever wondered what Christ did in hell? And unless you are an Orthodox Christian or an Eastern Catholic, you may not be too familiar with this, but it is one of the main reasons that I began jumping back into Christian mythology. So let's begin. Let's begin many, many eons before Christ's birth, and let's begin in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were given a specific task to do in the garden. It was their job, it was their role. Now, if you're familiar with the angelic armies, you know that God the Most High isn't a stranger to giving people jobs. Every member of the angelic hierarchy has their own job and he decided to give humans our own job as well. However, we veered away from that job by listening to the slanderer. Now, you may know it as the serpent. However, the translation is more accurately the slanderer. And you may be envisioning the slanderer as a serpent-like figure, but no, actually, the early texts describe him as an angelic figure, bejeweled and captivating. And the slanderer tempted Adam and Eve to disobey God. And as a result, God cursed Adam, Eve, and all of their offspring, as well as the slanderer. And what was the curse? The curse was mortality. 
The curse was death. The curse was that we would never be reunited in the kingdom, the garden of God ever again. And who will reign over death? God needed a death keeper. So God chose the slanderer to eat dirt, to eat dust, to eat ash, from ash to ash to dust to dust. So there you have it. The slanderer, the serpent, as you're more familiar, was cast down into Sheol, the underworld, to be the god of death. While Adam, Eve, and all humanity was cursed to eventually die. Death was never part of God's divine plan when God created humanity. But that initial fall, which by the way, there are actually five falls in the Bible, that initial fall is what created death. And from that point on, the entire Bible is quite simple. The entire Bible is a straightforward story. We learn about God's celestial army, his divine counsel, the angels, the demons. Then eventually, God wants to begin to repair his relationship with humans, with his creation. You see this start in the Old Testament with Moses. How they begin to assemble. How they begin to reconfigure their relationship with the Most High. And then later, God is finally ready. God is finally ready to return his creation back unto him by destroying the slanderer and his kingdom. But for God to do such a thing, he had to take form as a human, to go to earth, to change everyone's mind about God, but similarly, die, go to the underworld, defeat death, and reign in hell. So when we hear things on Easter Sunday about Christ defeats death, that is not a simple rallying cry to say, oh yay, Christ did it, congrats. No, it's saying that the covenant is fulfilled, that Christ genuinely went down to hell. So God can now reign because before, our souls would be stuck in that hell state, in that underworld state, in that state of Sheol. But now, God has us, and we can finally return into creation. We can finally be reunited with God. That is how Christ died for us. And you see this so often in the Bible and Scripture. One of my favorite psalms, Psalm 6, 
has this beautiful line. Turn, O Lord, save my life. Deliver me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. Because in Sheol, who can give you praise? You see this all throughout the Old Testament, all throughout the Psalms, this crying out, this feeling of loneliness, this feeling of despair, this feeling of being caught, being trapped in the cold, damp underworld. And then in the book of Hosea, this is prophesied as well. When God said, I shall ransom them from the power of Sheol, I shall redeem them from death. O death, where are your plagues? O Sheol, where is your sting? Compassion is hidden from my eyes. It's beautiful. And it's all been there. So Christ's death was not just a blood sacrifice. Christ's death was so that you could reunite with God because you have a spark of the divine within you because you were intended to merge back with the creator. It's no longer ashes to ashes and dust to dust because now when you die, you will be more than dust. When you die because of Christ's death, you will be redeemed and you will be made whole and you will reunite with your creator, with your father, with your mother. You will reunite with your loved ones. You will reunite with various realities. You will reunite with more than you can fathom because the source has made you and into the source you will return. The celebration is yes, because now you can return to the source, to God's kingdom. However, the celebration continues because even now, there are moments when you will feel like you are in hell, when you will feel like you are in the pits of Sheol. You will feel dead. You will feel lifeless. You will feel as if you are in agony. You will feel like you are in hell. But my brothers and sisters, Christ can reach that hell too. Christ can go in to the depths of hell that are haunting you and reign there too. And just as he took souls back to God, just as he rescued the hundreds of thousands of souls that lay in Sheol and brought them back into the kingdom. The Lord can reach down into your soul. The Lord can reach down into your hell and deliver you. So how did Christ die for you? Christ died to deliver you from all of the hells. God bless you. Amen.